Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Trip Around Your Multiverse with your host, Big Daddy Cool Kyle and The man who took Rey Mysterio Jr.'s mask, CY Chunk. And we are here to talk about a very polarizing figure in wrestling. Like this guy, you either like him or you hate him. Depends. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on what I mean, side look, of the fence look, you sit. When, when he wants to be, he can be good. Yeah. And then when he doesn't want to be. He can be terrible. Not yeah, terrible, exactly. but half arson is putting it nicely. Yeah. And yeah. Funny thing is, because of him, we we have a rating system. But yeah. for a couple of his things, we're going to have to readjust the system to put not rated because you can't rate a, a match that. Doesn't really happen. Yeah. <laughs> and there's quite a few. Uh, yeah. We are talking about the two-time Hall of Famer as of this recording. Actually, no. No, he is two-time. Two-time yeah. Hall of Famer. Big Sexy Diesel Slash <laughs> Kevin Nash. Yes. Yes. Uh, and specifically, we are, we're going to be going through all his... Um, Title wins, yeah. yeah uh, not his tag title wins. We'll have to separate that for another because he won the WCW tag team titles nine times and he won WWEF tag titles once. So that's ten matches we we'll have to put aside to watch another time. Yeah, God. Um, but currently, yeah, we are going to be speaking about uh, all Kevin Nash title wins, uh, starting with oh. an intercontinental. What oh, did you? I was going to say, um, yeah. should we give a brief little? I'll give a brief little history on Kevin Nash. Okay. Well, Kevin Nash was born in 1959. Don't ask me why I know that. Um, and he debuted in wrestling in, I believe it's 1989. Let me just quickly make sure of that. Uh, Vinny Vegas? Yes. I'm oh, sorry. He debuted in 1990 yeah. as part of the Master Blasters. Yeah. And uh, this, uh, this is a guy who kind of, I mean, look, he he was like six foot ten, seven foot, depending on yeah, when yeah. <laughs> or who was billing him at the time, and he's like yep. over three hundred pounds, yeah, or or just under, depending also on who's billing him at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I have to say, I think he mostly got by because of his size, yeah. like how tall, like his stature, yeah, um, because. Dude has charisma. He has charisma. He can, He's and, great and, and on the mic. Yeah. But would he have got the push that he did without being the size that he was? No. But then again, it's not just him. There's a whole bunch of people that are like uh, massively tall and, and bulky. And you're like, yeah, but yeah. if you weren't big and tall and bulky, would you have any prominence? Yeah. Because like, I was talking to my friend at work about this earlier. And yeah. I'll get back to talk about Nash in a minute. Like... Yeah. You got him, who's like tall, six foot or seven foot, whatever they want to say. Yeah. And then you got Kane, who's in the same thing. And yeah. I would say Kane is like a much better wrestler because Kane, how he wrestled, you kind of forgot that he was tall. Yeah, yeah. Kane, Kane would do top rope clotheslines and yeah. uh, like you know jumping dives to the outside. Yeah. Um, so would Undertaker, you know, the center dives to the outside. Yeah. Um, they weren't clumbersome and lumbering. No. Right? But uh, they changed up also the matches depending on who they were 
uh, against. So yeah. instead of the cruiserweight, they play the methodical, as they call it, yeah. uh, wrestler. And if it was against someone their own size, they would be like, not necessarily the smaller man, but they could sell for the bigger guy. Yeah. But Nash, yeah. which we'll get to later, he he's not as uh, he's not as flexible. Let's put it that no. way. No, uh, in in match quality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then he debuted in WCW with the Master Blasters as a tag team. Then later on, he became Oz, which was meant to be <laughs> the wizard from Wizard of Oz. Oh, uh, sorry, from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and he had a. Uh, did he have? Um, he had uh, little people uh, yeah. that that he led. To, no, they led him to the ring. Yeah, they were his uh, valets. Or yeah, however you want to put it. It was you know. weird. He had a grey. He had silver hair. It was really yeah. weird. And then after that, he disappeared. Came back as Vinny Vegas. Yeah, another gimmick that didn't last too long because he was basically. <laughs> I think he was someone's henchman. So yeah, uh, he was yeah. in part of the Diamond Di- Diamond Dolls stable. Something it was pretty rubbish. It's, this is nineteen nineties WCW. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And then when he got his prominence was when he made the jump to the WWF. Yeah. To be Shawn Michaels' bodyguard, and yeah, from there he became. A legend? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I use that word loosely. Well, because uh, you can play it as both ways. <laughs> yeah. you know? um, but yes, he, he did get notoriety. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. So, his first uh, title, um, the first title he, he won here was the Intercontinental title, and it was against Rosa Ramon, um, April 13th, 1994, an episode of Superstars. Now, we saw this on the network, right? Yeah. And it's a really odd one because you have to find it. Yeah, it's really... It's named weirdly as well. Yeah, because I don't think they've put, uploaded all those Superstars episodes, or maybe they don't have the footage or whatever, but it only goes up to a certain point. Yeah. And then you, you, you just basically have to type it in and find it. And then when you see it's like three minutes long, you think you're finding a highlight reel or something like that. But no. no. <laughs> the match is, uh, was about five, six minutes long. Yeah. It. Uh... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, right? I thought it was an entertaining match actually, um, yeah. Because Nash, like, he comes in and Scott Hall's, you know, relative to his size. Like, um, okay, if they're saying Nash is six foot eight, Scott Hall's meant to be six foot seven ish, you know. Um, and yeah, he's just blasted Nash all, all over the place. And Nash is like t- sending for him, bumping outside, and yeah, yeah, it's. It's it, all out, all out. Yeah. Because it's a short match, of course, right? But, yeah. yeah. Razor looks really good right, uh, here. Nash is taking a beating. And then, kind of, Shawn Michaels... Shawn Michaels kind of undoes the top turn buckle, but not, right? Yeah. Because when uh, Razor Irish whips Nash into the turn buckle, uh, yeah. where Shawn Michaels is, it knocks Shawn Michaels over, who then pulls the turn buckle with him as he falls. Yeah. And then when Hall goes for another Irish whip, Nash reverses it. Diesel reverses it. So we just keep him as his persona at the time. Yeah. And then Hall hits the turnbuckle, staggers back out because he's just, you know, uh, taken it in, uh, in, hit the metal. Yeah. Powerbomb, that's it. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. 
that was, yeah. that was quick. It was short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what my yeah, yeah. notes say. Uh, yeah, but not bad. That's the no. thing. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it's actually pretty good uh, for for like a full pelt, quick big man style match. Yeah. And Scott Hall busts out. Rizzo Ramon busts out a uh, second rope turnbuckle. Uh, turn, second rope turnbuckle bulldog. Yes. Yeah. I'm about all right because all his standard signature offense because usually Hall's the big guy. In yeah, he can't do on Nash. Yeah. Um, or it wouldn't look as good because Nash is bigger than him yeah. so it kind of it's a bit weird but yeah I was like okay yeah, it was decent um, yeah. I did like how commentary kept on reminding you that Nash isn't really for anyone the size of Razor so this is yeah. a sort of equal match you're like uh, yeah. technically okay well, well, sure. so would you ca- I mean I, I put this in the entertaining category right yeah uh, would you say it's missable or Curiosity, or you know, I mean, definitely look, it's definitely not a must watch. <laughs> Let's no, put it that not way. at all. Um, I would say it's entertaining, and you're not going to waste any time yeah. watching it. It's like three minutes long, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about five, six minutes long, but yeah, yeah. that's not included. Like, however, intro. like, yeah, yeah, like you say, it does seem it does seem shorter than it is because it, it goes at a really hectic pace, yeah. <clears throat> Which is kind of a staple going forward in yes. these matches. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, we'll get to it, but most of these matches, the majority, well, yeah, I mean, most of them fall under the 11 minute markish. Yep. And some of them fall under the five minute mark. And then some of them then even. Yeah, go reach <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which leads us to, uh, I mean, any other comments before I lead us to the next match? No. Um, okay. No. Right. So, yeah, this leads us to the next match, which is versus Bob Buckland. Yeah. For the uh, WWF t- World t- Heavyweight title on November 26, 1994 on a house show. Yeah. Kick, powerbomb, done. Yeah. That's little it. backstory before that, though. Yeah. Bob Backlund won the WWF title three days before... From yeah. Bret Hart, I think it's that Survival Series. Yeah, yeah. And then on a house show three days later, he lost it to Nash. Yeah. Transitional champion, sadly. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, to be fair to Bob Backen, he took the powerbomb and then he sold it all the way up the ramp, like a yeah. devastating maneuver, right? Yeah. I uh, had to have a people help him up um, uh, across, like, into the back and stuff like that. It's like, okay. All right, so this power bomb does massive damage to you, you know? Yeah, but uh, um, this uh, was the rise of Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new generation era, mm-hmm. which um, apparently, um, money-wise, was not a good era for the WWF. Yeah. 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 Go on. Sorry. No, I was going to say, um, here's the thing with this match. I mean, it's short and inoffensive. However, because it's so short and just a uh, a finishing move in a pin, I, I want to put in the not rated character. You can't really, you, you can't say bad or good about this. It's just, even if it's a curiosity, if you want to see Kevin Nash's talent, or we just put it in unrated because yeah. I'm mean, not rated because you can't. You can't. What can you criticize about? It did what it needed to do in the time that it, was, it took. Yeah. You know? But like my only problem with the whole 
like this is his first and only title reign in WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it could at least probably probably built to it rather than house show boom your champ. Yeah, yeah, and especially and they, they because were, I think they were setting up Nash for a to be in contendership. Yeah. However, literally, yeah, like you say, you just okay, I'll turn up, have the match, which is literally two moves. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. And the worst thing is as well, this was this his title road went on like a year, didn't it? Or yeah, almost yeah, yeah. a year. So kind of a weird way to start off such a long run. Yeah. Yeah. And and because it was a house show. You could have had the match, and if it was crap, you could just pretend it never happened. Well, just edit the highlights. Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. You either do that, say, "Oh, there was a title to change here. We never recorded it." Yeah, like you say, or yeah, just edit the highlights and say that was that. But literally, it is one highlight. That yeah, is... kick, power bomb, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. No. So uh, yeah, we'll just <laughs> this is my... this is the man who breaks the rating scale, you know. Yeah. <laughs> The other way around, you know, not because it's like six stars or whatever, but just because we have to bomb a whole new category for yeah. it. Yeah, or we could add to it. Um, would you? What? How would you rate Nash's title run? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's speak. Um, let's speak about that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it just gives us. I mean, we're not talking about Nash. Let's just talk about the circumstances as well. So yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. When he was having matches with people like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, yeah. who could complement the way that he he would work, yeah, then he looks good. Yeah, but when he's when he fighting versus, people like Mabel, yeah, or even and, Bulldog, strangely yeah. enough, British Bulldog, it wasn't great either. No, and this is where it showed his thoughts in the ring. Yeah, because like he wasn't a ring commander. No, I mean, like you had to work around him. Yeah, and that showed because I remember I think his match against Taker, which is pretty. There was a huge build to it, and then the match was like a whimper because there's only so much Undertaker can do to make you yeah yeah famous. That, as that's, he used to say. that's 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 uh, exactly that's exactly true because he did have a variety of opponents. Yeah, but when he's versing big men or. Not necessarily big man, because Yokozuna is like a wide man. But you know what I mean? The, yeah, the yeah. Size-wise, right? Yeah. They're not particularly great. No. Uh, but when you sit with smaller guys, they know, yeah, like I say, they, they can carry the match without yeah. making it look too... Because Nash can't move as well. He can move, uh, yeah. But he's, I think he's kind of more selective of who he wants to sell for. Yep. On occasion. Yeah. And that's shown uh, as well during his yeah. whole wrestling career. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I was a slight fan of his title reign, but I got, yeah. you got to remember, I was like eight at this point. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any sense of logic in my brain at that time. I was like, oh, yeah, he's tall. He's cool. Well, what you did notice, what you would notice though, even at that time, is like, even if, like, you like people like your favourites and you want them to win. Yeah. However, you can tell the quality of matches. Yeah. Whether they're good or not. Kind. Of, I mean, wait, look. When you're like... Okay, not necessarily whether they're good or not, but just... It's... Something's missing, quality-wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you and could... And, like you say, you could tell... 
here and there, something was off key. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think of the. I look, they get selected good opponents and bad opponents for him, but you can't just have everyone all the same. The cruiserweight, not necessarily cruiserweight, but you can't have a whole bunch of smaller guys versus no. Nash because that just uh, they're not going to wear off. Yeah. really quick. Yeah, it won't um, be as spectacular. Yeah, and then like you say, he got exposed kind of when he's wrestling guys who he can't work around. Yeah, or who can't work around him. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... And then after that, he lost the title and then went to WC Derbia for more yep. money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the favourite nation... You, you, you know the term, the favourite nations clause, right? No. Okay, so Nash had his contract in WCW and Nash and Hall, right? And yeah. uh, essentially, what they, they got a good negotiation basically saying, uh, we come in at X amount of money. Yeah. If anyone negotiates the contract more... Then, aside from Hulk Hogan, yeah, and aside from whoever they want to allow leniencies for, yeah, their whole National Hall's contract will both rise up to exactly what that person, new whoever's new con- negotiating a new contract to get. Oh. So uh... they make just sit back and do nothing, and their contracts will go up. Cheeky guys. Yeah, yeah, but I think it explains how much that they sometimes did not need to do much. Yeah, and sit back. And yeah, it's like we, you're not necessarily devaluing the company. You're getting your money's worth, um, but at the same time, it's like well, you don't have to put any effort in. Yeah, because I know because I when I went to WrestleMania, I went to the Hall of Fame and everything. Yeah, what year? What year? 2015, and that's when he got yeah. introduced. And I remember yeah. him saying that if it wasn't for him, wrestlers wouldn't be making the money they make now. I was like, because of all, all, all of these shenanigans, it's like, okay, he's, he's got a point, but that's not something you should really be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Great business. Well, yeah, man. I mean, it's good and bad sides to it. It just depends on which perspective you're looking at it. Yeah. Because if you're looking, if you're the guy making the money, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's like when you're part of a company. Mm-hmm. And you're making big money and you're slack and everyone yeah. else sees it, it doesn't make you look good in the eyes of everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Nash, great guy. Uh and speaking of that as well, yep. our boy Kevin Nash. Uh versus Goldberg, who was the champion at the time, at Starcade nineteen ninety eight, um December two thousand sorry, December twenty seventh. Yep. And uh yeah. You've got to break the streak. Uh, Goldberg's undefeated streak. Yeah. Now, this match was 11 minutes long. And, boy, it did it feel long. It, yeah, yeah, it felt all those... 50, it, was, it felt like it was, like, half an hour long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, this is the problem that we're saying. It's lumbering. It's lumbering, it's ring and clumbersome because they, what they do is kind of wallop each other, but kind of not really with enough force. You're thinking, ooh, they're kind of, like, just... Yeah. yeah, clubbing each other, brawling strikes. Um, though, though Nash does attempt an armbar on Goldberg. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, That's that from Milford's like, oh wow, he actually has ground game. Yeah, because uh, Goldberg was in the guard. Uh, yeah, in the guard position. Yeah, Nash. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but then 
there was a nasty the blatant low blow in front of Goldberg uh, yeah. in front of the referee on Goldberg and then the, and then the commentators tell us there's no DQ match like, yeah you're like that. you should have made that like apparent from the start like oh this match mm-hmm. is no DQ okay yeah. cool instead of <clears throat> oh boy Michael Buffer should have just announced that yeah no I do have to say I like in WCW where they talk about when Michael Buffer is introducing people he says master of whatever whatever right yeah the maneuver so you know that's their finish yeah uh, that, yeah um, the Goldberg only thing I don't yeah, like well. I don't like about the Michael Buffer thing in this occasion was yeah. it made Kevin Nash sound like a god like, oh what, what do you mean <laughs> no he's not Vin Diesel that's the problem. Like, <laughs> oh, you 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 went there before me. I was about to say because, like, yeah, the things he does makes him a citizen of the world, and basically, say, like, he's this greatest guy. He could turn wa- water into wine. And like, oh, yeah. it's Kevin Nash, dude. We we know what we're getting into. Yeah, but then let's just you know who who wrote that? What Michael Buff had to do? Probably Kevin Nash. Yeah, about to say yeah, Kevin Nash. Who wrote that? Of course. That's I the mean, first look- thing I thought of. Like, yeah, Nash wrote that. It was a bit of an ego massage, but at the same time, it's so over the top that I found it kind of hilarious as yeah. well. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's completely not necessary, yeah. but <laughs> because it was there, it was like, okay, this is a joke. But yeah. Michael Buffer's thing is so serious that yeah. it like, could go both ways. It's like, I don't know if he's being serious because he knows it's a joke or he legit believes in what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Nash. So uh, Goldberg does this funny drop kick that looks like a spinning heel kick as well. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, which I didn't know what it was. I'm pretty sure it was a botch. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but it hit. It hit. It hit. So, but... It was not a botch uh, in the sense that, you know, it was, it was just like, what was the manoeuvre though? There was yeah. some sort of high <clears throat> foot manoeuvre to the face. Yeah. And did you know it is literally like two minutes into the match like Goldberg gives him a back body drop and then Nash throws out the ring that's why I knew I know this match is going it's going to be so yeah you take a move I take a move go out to the outside get a breath come back in yeah, yeah. now now um, yeah exactly so we have interference by oh. uh, Disco Inferno and Bam Bam Bigelow right yeah <clears throat> who we just well, they kind of part the Wolfpack. I mean, I don't think Bad Bigelow was, and 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 Disco Inferno was a hanger on to the NWA Wolfpack. Yeah. So they were there just to show their allegiances, or did it? Was Bad Bigelow just have a problem with Goldberg at the time as well? I don't know. That's what I got a bit confused with because, like I said, I knew Disco was a. They called him the hanger on in in the commentary as well. So yeah. that, that was clear. So Disco makes sense. Bam Bam didn't make any sense to me. I was like, yeah. what's he got to do with any of this? <laughs> yeah. Now, so then Goldberg, oh yeah, so Goldberg disposes both of them while Nash is still selling in the ring. Yeah. Ref is trying to get one, uh, one of them out or something like that, or maybe it's attending to Nash. And it's got a whole dressed as security guard, tases yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. Well, hold on a minute. Right. Oh yeah, and then Goldberg takes the power bomb and, and then One, two, three. Nash is champ. Right. Here's the thing it's a no DQ match. Mm-hmm. So. Why couldn't you just taste it? Not taste the guy from the very beginning, right? But why the whole elaborate dress up as yeah. security guard? Yeah. Yeah, and why did the ref not be, need to be facing that direction? Because yeah, you can use whatever you want in the DQ match. Exactly. <coughs> Overbooked <coughs> stupidness. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I can now, say. 
logically speaking, right? <clears throat> this match went 11 minutes, like we said, but it just did not. It felt so much longer. Yep. Would have thought you would have thought because it just kind of was in what we'd call first gear. Yeah. Constantly, where they didn't even move to the second or third gear, where you'd get to the point where you start having near falls or big moves. Yeah. To lead towards the end of the match. To build, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, fair enough. Let's say you have Goldberg in control for the first part of the match. Nash takes a shortcut or whatever to gain control, right? Yeah. And then you have the third part of the match where they just exchange power moves or whatever they, they yeah, to get close to near falls. So then yeah. you get to the crowd gets uh, into how the build of the match is. Yeah. Here, just like no, no, it, it felt like the beginning of a match that would go on for thirty minutes. Yeah. You know, as in you know, this, this literally felt like the first third of a match before things start moving to the next section and then the section after that. It's just like okay, before we even move to that, we're just gonna taser a pin, right? Yeah. And it's a terrible way to end a streak. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Well, the made-up streak, but nonetheless. Or the inflated streak, we'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> it just... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's not good. No, this is completely missable. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're into shenanigans or whatever, but then yeah. even the shenanigans don't even make that much sense. Because I've written, like, my, my summary of this match is... Watch for, watch for the stupidness. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, do we just move on? Um, <laughs> oh, we could talk about basically the next night is what killed oh. WCW. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Go on. So, so you know, they built up Nash to be this conqueror of the streak. You know, the. the Monster killer, we'll say. And then the next night on WCW, he's having his little ceremony. Then Hogan comes back because he's been gone for a while. And you're like, Nash, I'm the leader of NWO. You're technically leader of Wolfpack. Let's have a fight and the winner gets the belt. So Nash is like, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Match comes. And then they're about to lock up. And Hogan pokes Nash on his chest. He does a full back bump. Probably the first time in his whole career he's done it. And Hogan pins him and he becomes champ. And the NWOs fuse back together. Now, and, let, let, uh, let's uh, not forget that Kevin Nash in uh, in a couple of interviews afterwards had said, in character, of course, the uh, that poke caused him internal damage and that's why he couldn't kick out. Yeah. Yeah, he's bleeding on the inside. Even though right straight here. after the pin, he's up celebrating. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the finger yeah. poker doom. This is what the whole moment's called because it yeah. killed literally after oh, this point. Uh, you WCW's forgot to mention why Goldberg wasn't at the uh, at that night particular nitro at all. I mean, Goldberg was, and he wanted to get his revenge. Yeah. Uh, but then they had Elizabeth say that Goldberg was stalking her. Yeah. So then they had Goldberg arrested. Hmm. Right to the police station that is across the road. Yep. <laughs> and then they said, we'll go back, get, get back in, into the uh, arena in time to, hmm. I don't know, instigate his rematch or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, it's just across the road. But then again, you know, police paperwork might be just what's eating up the time. Okay. But even, no, but I'm pretty sure they show him, they say, you're free to go. And he's like, okay. And then nothing. 
So did he do like a 10k run and then get to the <laughs> stadium? You know, it makes no sense. Well, to be fair, they never sort of exit the station. That's so true. you never know. Maybe he's just beating up police officers inside the station. Mm. And then and then they then decided to leave. Yeah, or he was waiting for his cab. Yeah. That was across <laughs> yeah. town. Because yeah. he comes after... I do believe uh, after they change the title to Hogan, Goldberg does get back in time and then the whole NWO beam up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... That was his first WCW title win all of one day. Yeah. Huh. And then moving uh, on Not to... a great match, not even a great follow-up as well. Nope. No. So, oh. Because sometimes you, you'd be like, okay... Let's look at the follow-up and maybe the match, you can give it, like, you can talk about it more and say, okay, well, we've rated this, but when you take into account that afterwards, it's kind of, you know, makes it look better. However, yeah. nothing looks good here. Nope. Nothing at all. Okay. Uh, Nash, second WCW title win uh, against D- uh, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP, yeah. who's the champion. Yeah. Slambury, May 9th, 1999. Now, I don't know if you uh, watched WCW at the time, because this is the first time I've seen this match, but DDP usually comes out to his Smells Like Teen Spirit ripoff. But here, it sounds like it's a ripoff of that ripoff. Oh, no, what it is, it's the network edited version. Yeah, so it's a dub of that. Yeah. Yeah. They have the same beats, though, on the song. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know if that's what he changed his music to at the time, or did they, you know... Yeah, yeah, they no. make that enough. It's made a note. The network... Because if you listen... Yeah. Even the commentary talking sounds a bit off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like muffled out. Yeah. Because yeah. they had to redub over it. Yeah, it's... it's so it's this, a thing this match... This match is about 18 minutes long. Yeah. But it starts off at a hectic pace. Yeah. Like... Uh, and it already is, like... Look, there's more crowd interaction and talking than, than with the Goldberg match, right? Yeah. And DDP is like the he, the bad guy here, so he's getting the beans, but he's actually dishing out a lot to Nash as well. Not yeah. not much moves going on, but like a lot of brawling. You know what? I didn't even know that DDP was the heel until like halfway through the match. Like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Was when, right. when he started to use uh, uh, when he kicked Nash the balls. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, he's heel, cool. All right. Well, I didn't know. I mean, I just I think I re- I knew from the. At the time, he was a bad guy when he was losing the title. I never seen the match, but you know, I was watching WCW Nitro at the time, so yeah, um, I knew where he his allegiance is lie. But I have to say, yeah, so DDP kicks Nash in the balls, kind of in front of the ref, but not really because they're in the corner. Yeah, and Page is beating up Nash. The referee kind of tries to pull Page off. Yeah, and then Nash steps forward, and then DDP kicks him in the nuts. And like, all right, that's kind of a. Smart way to do it in front of the ref, but not in front of the ref because he's more looking at the upper half of DDP than looking at the lower half. Yeah. Okay. That's that okay? Cool, I guess. Yeah. And, and there's a, there was a smart bit where DDP uncovered one of the turnbuckles. Yeah. Right? Where then the referee went to go and put the turnbuckle back on. DDP went and got a microphone and hit Nash on top of the head with that. <laughs> um, yeah. DDP uh, was the man this match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he used the exposed turnbuckle a bit later on where Nash pulls DDP into it. But I'd say, so far, as as much as shenanigans go, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of accept it. 
Yeah, until the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll rate this match after we've kind of gone through it because yeah. this is an awkward one for myself. But yeah, DDP does weird. a yeah. DDP does a, a diamond cut outside the ring, and then yeah. he goes and pins Nash outside the ring. It was like what? What? And yes. he Count it. Falls right. count anywhere, and the ref's like, no. See, that's another time where. <laughs> I just didn't understand. I was like, okay, you're going to diamond cut room yeah. on the outside. Yeah. And then you're not, you're going to try and pin him. You do know this is a normal you match, would, right? Yeah. Now, you would logically just left him outside to get counted out, if yeah. anything. Yep. And we could have just done that and it would have been like a bit smoother. Yeah. Because you can't tell me the champion doesn't even know the rules of the own match that he's in. Yeah. Or even one of the participants. Anyways, um, yeah, so uh, DDP starts doing elbows to Nash's lower section, where well, they call it the lower abdomen, but it's supposed to be kind of Nash felt like it's a nut, and the referee's like, "All right, I, I I allow this to continue." Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the the, the commentators just say, "Oh yeah, elbows to lower abdomen," and he does it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, it's. That was a bit as well where where DDP is going to put the rig the figure four ring. Ring post figure four on Nash. Yeah. And uh, Nash kind of pulls his legs back and DDP yeah. hits the ring post. And then, then Nash kind of flies himself away from the corner. And that DDP just runs straight in. Like, all right, what? Didn't you just hit the ring post? Hmm. How come you, you are able to go? You know what? I mean? what? Yeah, it's... Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to hit the people with the uh, confusing ending that... Um, the very... <laughs> Not confusing ending, but the very unnecessary shenanigans ending. Yeah. Um, so, before that, there's a fight in the crowd, which the crowd start paying more attention to than a match. And yeah. then this is where Savage comes out and hits the referee, doesn't he? Was it Nash? He comes um, out and gets DDP disqualified. So the title doesn't change. Yeah. So then Eric Bischoff comes out, starts arguing with Savage, and then yeah. goes to the ref and says, we're restarting this match. So, okay, cool. All right. Um, so they restart the match. DDP grabs a chair and then somehow goes to hit Nash, but misses, hits the ropes. The top rope, yeah. Top rope. Bounces back, cuts him open. Yeah. And then DDP then gives Nash a low blow. I was like, okay, cool. But doesn't get a pinfall. Okay, it is what it is. And then he gets the chair again. And Nash big boots the chair in his face. Yeah. Drops his strap down because you know what's coming next. He hits him with a jackknife and he wins. Uh, just to clarify, you were saying about Savage, he came in and hit Nash with the title belt, not That's the chair. It. But yeah. yeah, it's like, what? Why? Yeah. Why literally. all this? Why? Yeah. Um, I mean, they started off entertaining, then it just kind of went to miserable for me. It kind of dropped down because it it didn't start as it meant to go on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 the only way I can kind of put it. Yeah. 
it and um the other thing that about the ending was a bit meh was Bobby Heenan again putting over Nash way too much. Yeah. Uh-oh. He's yeah. not the underdog in this story. No, <laughs> like, no. As soon as you're six foot ten, you're not an underdog. No. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, look, any other comments? Other than, uh, uh, this can't really say. I would say is DDP's known for kind of putting his matches together very meticulously. Like he'll yeah. script out the movements, right? That's why he worked with Savage really good because Randy Savage would also do the same. Yeah. So they don't do the crowd interaction stuff as full per the moment. No. They kind of stick to what they're doing, even if it goes wrong. Yeah. Or, you know, you don't get right reactions or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... They couldn't not. They couldn't even alter to recover from all the shenanigans that was going. You know, they're like, but why did you need all this stuff for? Uh, you know, if you want, if Page was going to lose anyways. Yeah. Just have him lose. Yeah, exactly. It. Uh, it didn't help anyone. No. If anything, it hurt both of them. Yeah, because yeah. the match just wasn't particularly good. Yeah, it was terrible. What I say? It's yeah. terrible. It's. It is what it is. Well, yeah, it started off good and then kind of went downhill. That's what yeah. Was... So I would say it's missable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, Kevin Nash's third title in WCW mm. uh, is a not rateable one either because mm. he just literally awards himself the title. Yeah. Okay, that's 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 as far as how the title got on him, right? Yeah. But <laughs> if we're gonna go to Give the background to the point as well. I mean, you can rate the surroundings, uh, the story surrounding it, which is just as bad as well because it doesn't make any sense either. Um, okay, so January 25th, uh, um, w, uh, 2000, WCW yeah. Thunder. Nash wins the title by forfeit, right? But it literally doesn't because Sid never forfeited it. <laughs> yeah. So, so... Just a little background on the Nitro beforehand. Um, or, or even the, the, the match, the, the pay-per-view before that. Chris Benoit and Nash uh, and Psycho Sid were having a title match, right, for the vacant WCW title. Now, Psycho Sid's foot was underneath the rope as he tapped out. So they, because Benoit was going in the middle of his contract, whether he wanted to leave or not. And they thought, yeah. if you give him the WCW title, maybe he'll stay. Yeah. Except that he chose to go. Yeah. So they had to have a kind of contingency for that, which is fine, right? Yeah. Since, but... Okay, so then Nash comes out and, uh, on Nitro and says, well, this title is going to be um, vacated, but Sid, you get a chance to win it back. If you can pin one of the Harris brothers, yeah. then you can have a gap match against me, Kevin Nash, for the vacant title. Yeah. Right? So then... But you, but Sid can't use the outlaw powerbomb. Yeah. Even though he does, right? Yeah. And then he, the the Harris brothers try to pull twi- the, twi- the the Bella Twins magic on him. Yeah. Where they swap places, and the Sid pinned the wrong Harris brother. Okay. Yeah. But then sense. he still had this match with Kevin Nash later on. To pin to beat Kevin Nash and pin Kevin Nash and win the title. 
However, then on the Thunder, as we're saying here, Nash is like, no, uh, as commissioner, I, I unfortunately dislike to do this to you, Sid, but you never really won the title in the first place. Yeah. Because you pinned the wrong Harris brother. And you used the outlaw power bomb. Not only that, right? Then they had the clip footage from... It must be during the break or something like that because the Harris brothers then told the ref uh, just after this match, Sid pinned the wrong guy. And then, then the referee counted Sid out because oh, he'd already gone to the back by that point. It was like, yeah. okay, that makes sense because that has to be... To pull that off, you would have had to do it in front of a live audience somewhere. Yeah. So right after, say, Sid's match, he walks to the back. The live audience can still see that the, everything else that's going on. And then if they could have, still have the video footage of it, why didn't Sid come back? Mm-hmm. He would have had just been completely oblivious to what's going on in the ring. Yeah. And then, how could he still have his match with Nash afterwards if this was the case? Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. And then also, Nash can award himself the title and then say, Sid, you've got to have a match with, with me, Kevin Nash, and the other Harris brother that you didn't pin uh, because I'm generous, right? Yeah. And if you beat me, if you pin me specifically, you get the t- you get to win the title. Yeah. Which Sid does. So it was like, what's the whole point of this thing? It's to begin with. It's yeah. so pointless. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, there's loads of holes in this as well. Yeah, <laughs> so yes. That's why it's not, it's not even just that it's pointless, but it's... It, it doesn't even make sense. No, it makes itself so convoluted. It's just a headache. Uh, couldn't he just said? Couldn't Nash have just come out and said, well, "Okay, Sid, you're champion, right? Yeah. But I'm put myself in a title match right away because you pinned the wrong Harris brother. Could have just yeah. use that. Yeah. And uh, you, because you supposedly pinned him but didn't pin him, you have to pin me. Yeah. Right. To make sure everything's clean that we don't get no mix up for the title. So it's a two on one handicap match. For your title. That's it. Done. Mm. Could have got exactly where you need to go without going in a circle. WCW for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is why WCW is going downhill, right? At the time. It's like all this um, unnecessariness. Yeah, especially the next match with Nash versus Booker T for the. No, 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 no. No, you missed the match. You missed the match. Did I? Yeah. What's the match I missed? Nash versus Jarrett versus Scott Steiner. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's a blinking you miss it match, literally, no joke. Uh, let me just quickly go through it, right? Because right. you must have just not saw it um, because it's so short. Yeah. It is about five minutes, right? I'm just going to give you a quick run through because, you, 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 yeah, you, you missed it. Okay. So, Jeff Jarrett's champion. Yeah. Nash... Uh, and Scott Steiner are the challengers. Yeah. This was on Thunder, uh, WCW Thunder, on the 23rd of May. Yeah. Right. So, Jarrett, as the champion, comes out first for some odd reason. Who knows okay. why? Yeah, but then there is actually uh, logic to it because Vince Russo comes out with Jarrett and said, uh, Vince Russo says, I'm going to be the referee of this match because okay. he's on Jarrett's side. Yeah. So, then Scott Steiner comes out and then Nash comes out. Nash goes and chases Vince Russo off. Yeah. So we have a good two... Well, we have a good couple of... Well, even a couple of minutes because the match is so short. But you have Jarrett and Steiner just... Uh, well, Jarrett getting bad by Steiner. Yeah. Then Nash comes back and there's a little bit of a two-on-one until yeah. 
standard uh, Rinse Russo shenanigans. Yeah, um, Hank Abbott comes out and Steiner has to save his freaks. Yeah. That are his ladies, of course. Yeah. Uh, from Tank Abbott. And uh, so he goes to, the, like, you know, he runs up to the back. Yeah. Uh, Nash accidentally knocks out the ref. Um, Jarrett gets the belt and tries to hit Nash and misses. Yeah. Nash uh, hits Jarrett with uh, the title instead. Yeah. Referee starts to count. Yeah. Russo pulls him off because Vince Russo's come back. Yeah. Right. And then, um, yeah, and then he tries to stop the referee from getting in there. Because huh. uh, he actually, he guitar shots the referee. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is the Vince Russo shenanigans, by the way. Yeah. Guitar shots the referee so the referee can't count, right? Yeah. Jarrett's the chair shot to Nash. Nash kicks out of the chair shot. Okay. And it's Steiner has starts to come back, right? So the ref can get in, like another ref can get in the ring, but security blocking him. Yeah. Then he calls all of the security, right? Yeah. He gets Steiner gets in the ring, um, and then he chases Vince Russo out of the ring. So Nash can powerbomb Jarrett for the win. Like, right. Yeah. But Steiner, aren't you trying to win yourself? Why would... I mean, fair enough, you, you got to get Vince Russo out there so the ref can make uh, the pin, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Maybe Steiner would be... It's a triple threat match. You know? Uh... Why wouldn't you... Why are you more concerned with Vince Russo than the pin the, yeah. that the guy's taking, you know? Yeah. Um, But as far as... as uh, I mean, it's it's actually quite entertaining, right? As as muddy as it is, it's short, but there's a lot going on. So it moves at a pace. Way too much going on, that sounds. Yeah, yeah, but it moves at a pace where it's inoffensive. To yeah, watch. yeah, okay. Nothing drags because it's so short. Mm. Um, yeah, it's quite it's entertaining. But when I was going through the episode, yeah, and I was like, so where is this title match supposed to take place? Yeah, and it's like not even ten minutes left in the episode. Uh, for a triple threat match and, and by the time we get to all the intros finish you're like alright this is not going to be long yep it's like you said blink and you miss it sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> oh. but but you, you know even when I'm telling you what's going on you can see how much is happening yeah. that didn't need to happen you know uh, see your champ got pinned by someone in what four minutes five minutes you yeah it's not cool yeah, well, yeah. However, how? Yeah, whatever you want to say, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> no. <sighs> so, what would Did you say you... that then? Um, is it worth watching at all? Uh, it's entertaining. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a must see. Okay. So I won't watch it. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you wouldn't be offended if you watched it. Okay. That's because it's only five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, if it was six minutes, then I'll be highly offended. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. So you would have thought that if you were going to a match with these three people, they would have had a, a longer match. Yeah. But no. But yeah. I mean, you, you could say it's disappointing because it's so short, but they pack a lot in. Yeah. And some stuff they pack in is not even necessary. Oh, WCW. Okay, should we move on to the next offensive match? Yep. It is Kevin Nash versus Booker T for obviously the World Heavyweight title. 
on an episode of Monday Night Nitro on the 28th of August, 2000. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll just sum this up quickly. This match was terrible. Uh, you know what? I didn't think it was that bad, actually, funny enough. I, I, I'd actually thought... Uh, I get, I'm a, Maybe because I saw the match. Look, I give it a bit of leeway, right? Okay. I'm saying it's actually an entertaining match. Uh, you're going to say it's missable because you, you don't like it, right? Yeah. It was... well, then it's like seven minutes long. Uh, it's not particularly great, but that's because of all the shenanigans as well. Yeah. Uh, Vince Russo's got a commentary and Jeff Garrett's the referee. Yeah. Now, Steiner's the... a enforcer yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. So as for match quality, if we just rate our match quality, yeah. it, Nash is selling for Booker T, making Booker T look good. Yeah, for um, all of two minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, at some point, so Nash whips Booker T into the ropes and that Steiner clubs Booker T from behind. With, yeah. with literally his forearm club, not an actual baseball or anything. He just yeah. clubs him. And Nash get, uh, big boots, Booker, for visual pinfall. Like, yeah. Booker can't kick out a big boot. Shut up. And he's the champion. Yeah. Right, so then... Jarrett is distracted by Tennis Stein to go to the back, right? Yeah, he's trying to play it straight. Like he, yeah, yeah, that's you know, what you get the visual pin for. Yeah. Then later on, I think towards the finish of the match, uh, Nash takes an axe kick from Booker, yeah. missile drop kick, and the bookend. He basically takes all Booker's signature and finishing maneuvers. Yeah. Oh, okay, just quite generous to allow yourself to do, you know, to take all those. Yeah. Because right? you're making the other guy look good. Except that. He makes him look good on purpose because Nash knows he's going to win because Jarrett then guitar shots Booker. Twist! Oh! Yeah. Then he was on his side all along. Yeah. yeah. And then, we knew that. But... Yeah, and then Jarrett, Nash, and Booker, Vince Russo all hug. And it's just like... Why, why, why do it for the sake of doing it, you know? Yeah. So I'm saying, they this... drawn this out for no reason. This yeah. was stupid. I, I mean, the match was all right. I, I thought the match itself quality wasn't that bad. A lot of things that we're saying, classic WCW at this time period, is like a lot of stuff that's going on. It's not necessary. Why yeah. are you doing it? And why just do this just to trick the people that are watching it? Because the, the more you do it, the more of the same thing happens. People just get numb to it and go, F it now. Really? Yeah. Rather than, oh my God, I got shocked. Yeah. Like, it's one of the things you saw coming a, like, a mile away. Yeah. As soon as they all came to the ring together at the start, yeah. you knew... Yeah, but I, I thought I thought Nash did good by Booker. Yeah, he did during the match for um, like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, no, no, it made Booker look good. Then it yeah, made it did. But, but then it, the whole thing kind of made yeah. Booker look stupid at the same time. Exactly, exactly. With yeah. the visual pinfall as well, where you're like, all right, so somehow I'm going to pin the WCW champion at the time with a big boot. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's ups and downs to it, but I was like, okay, you know, I, I didn't think it was that bad of a match. Um, I suppose you're going to slot in the missable category, right? Yep. Okay. Total. Totally uh, missable. Yeah, I think, it, well, here's the thing. To me, kind of, it's halfway between. Okay. I can see, I can see that. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it's out of context, right? And even if you were probably watching... Uh, Nitro at the time or, or Thunder to get the ending here yeah it's just a bit yeah we yeah. do it for the sake of doing it yeah whatever so 
that's the that's that's that right yeah and then um a year later wcw closed <laughs> yeah 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 well as you can see by the, how all the, the matches are beginning to finish and end and stuff like that not inconclusive but not why yeah like yeah. completely over the top of everything that's just not necessary yeah so then we move on to Nash uh, in TNA, right? TNA yep. Legends title. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles is the Legends champion at the time. This was at Victory Road, July 19th, 2009. Yep. This is 11-minute match, which um, I don't think is that bad, actually. No, this one's okay. It's not a bad match. It's not bad. It, it's quite an entertaining match, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you would have thought, and Nash being this old and at that point. Yeah. Even when 10 years, like, I want to say 10 years previous, uh, but, you know. He moved better here. Yeah, than he did ever in WCW. Yeah, and, and let's put it this way. Maybe it's because of how well AJ Styles put the match together where he's covering up for Nash's uh, limitations. Yeah. But it never felt like Nash was, um, you know, just being lumbering around. Uh, yeah, the big lumbering giant sort of yeah. great Carly thing. Yeah. In fact, in fact, he sold for... He got, he sold uh, well for AJ. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, like AJ being five ten, yeah. and Nash being like six foot ten, whatever they want to say yeah. he is. It was yeah, Nash. I was surprised as well because you know, yeah. like we said, Nash only bumps for people he respects. Can you say? And I guess he uh, had a lot of respect for yeah. AJ. Yeah. Um... Actually, it's funny because it's quite a one-sided match on the behalf of AJ Styles. Yeah. Uh, they do one thing where they do an Irish back elbow spot, which they botch. Yeah. But they don't really botch because you don't know. It's not that bad as noticeable. They just repeat the exact same thing again. Yeah. I think Nash ran into it when AJ was slightly out of position. He started running before AJ had his elbow up. So he kind of splashed him in the corner. Yeah. They just repeat the same thing. But you wouldn't have known anyway. So. No. Only feel nice. I mean, it's only because AJ's back was at, on the turnbuckle, and then when they did the Irish whip, they did AJ's back still faced the turnbuckle on the way, you know, yeah. um, out. Uh, AJ is working on Nash's legs, but at this period, he didn't have the calf pressure. So it's not no. like, why is he working on his legs? Question mark, because it doesn't make any sense, but just more like, when you're a smaller guy, you would work on a big guy's legs. Yeah, especially, I think commentary even put over that with all of Nash's well-known like leg and knee injuries yeah. that's why aj was targeting that so i was like mm, good on commentary for like pointing that out to be now aj lost like he springboard did he, he i think he springboarded into a choke slam no there's some weird shenanigans and then you turn around no sorry that's a different match i was thinking of the next match yeah he springboard yeah. and then nash caught him and choke slammed him yeah yeah no it's odd because it's like Right, okay, fair enough, if AJ springboarded and Nash caught me the jackknife powerball, right, yeah. I could get that for the pin. Yeah. But I would have thought AJ would have kicked out of a choke slam. As high as he actually jumped for it as well, because, you know, it, you know, uh, however tall Kevin Nash is, plus his arm at length to the top there, Yeah. You know, he made that choke, choke slam look kind of devastating in high. Yeah, However, that's why I bought it. I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Yeah. I would have thought he kicked out of that and then maybe he took a powerbomb. Yeah, uh, they try to point. sell it like he took the choke slam and it hit the back of his head and, and uh, yeah. stunned him for that period of time. If anything, they should have just done the like they springboarded into a power bomb, maybe. I don't know. I think the springboard to the power bomb would be more clunky. 
And I f- especially like at this point, I don't think Nash was able to power bomb people. Okay, well, yeah. um, maybe, maybe, maybe that was the case. Yeah. Uh, and then it would have to be a, a very precise thing to get AJ in the position of the power bomb, and then yeah. drop down. Yeah, yeah. Um, one but thing just... I did find funny in this, yeah. and I was like, mm. the commentary was like. When it pe- when AJ hit him with the Pele kick, it's like, yeah. wow, he Nash kicked out. AJ's beat the last four people he's fought with the Pele kick. I was like, yeah. that's a lie. No, he had been uh, Booker T with a Pele kick mm. in a tag match, I think it was. But he had he had he had pinned some people with it. But I think they were lower tier people as well. So, yeah. not to say Booker T was low tier. I think he just took the that as the finish at the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This was um, this was not a bad match actually. No, it wasn't. It was quite an entertaining match. Quite entertaining. Um, I would have thought AJ. I would have expected something else to to put him out, even if it was a some sort of like referee shen- low blow shenanigans. So let's just say AJ sprung. Nash pushed the ref, so the ref can't see. Uh, no, in fact, what he could do, AJ was at spring ward. Nash pushed the referee, so AJ has to jump over the ref. Ref can't see while AJ lands and Nash kicks him in the nads. Then chokeslam. Yeah, but then that's... I don't know. It kind of lessens AJ. I don't know. Yeah, I get what you mean. Well, yeah, I mean, it lessens him anyway because he took the pin. But he shouldn't have taken the pin clean is what I'm saying. Yeah. True. But then this is like, realistically, Nash's only clean title win when you think about it <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah so he needs his legitimacy back I guess uh yeah I mean they sacrificed AJ for Nash but long term Nash is not going to be with them yeah so <laughs> so you're they messed up there yeah yeah uh, and usually you know how I'm not for protecting wrestlers like necessarily John Cena or Hulk Hogan or whoever right yeah that that the or Roman Reigns when the company protects him at the expense of yeah, everyone someone. else. Yeah. But Nashi can't go. Mm-hmm. So you should have protected uh yeah. AJ. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I would say, yeah, watchable match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Entertaining or would you say would you say Well, you know, they only give a slot to entertaining or missable. Entertaining. Really. Entertaining. I would say. Okay. Nash uh, versus Mick Foley for the Legends title. Hmm. Mick Foley being the champion. Yeah. Uh, TNA Hard Justice, August 16, 2009. Yeah. Uh, this was an 11 minute match as well. So, yeah. Oh, it's funny because you're looking at these matches and you're like, right. Goldberg's match was about 10 minutes long, but it seems so much longer than these two matches. Yeah. Or the past four weeks, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would say at this point as well, Foley and Nash are in their forties, coming up to their fifties at this point. Yeah, yeah, it would be because this is like eleven years. Yes, yeah, would be. Yeah, no, Nash would have been fifty because, like, like I said, he's right. born nine fifty nine, so yeah, he'd been fifty. All right. Yeah. So for I actually thought this match was all right. Actually, um, not bad. Yeah, it was okay. It was, it was an entertaining match for... I mean, if you want to say you're not even on the lower scale of entertaining, it wasn't a... You know, it wasn't... It wasn't say, oh, you know, 
you don't have to watch this match, but it's quite fun and silly. Uh, not silly, but it's all shenanigan filled. However, by the because of the guys that are in it, I understand why. Yeah. Yeah, you got to hide their misfortunes because I'm yeah. pretty sure at this point Foley could barely walk. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny because it seemed to me like it's actually a normal match, right? Yeah. However, when they're on the outside of the ring, Foley gives Nash two chair shots. Yeah. And I'm like, and then the commentators think, oh, it's leeway by the referee. Like, leeway by the referee? Chair shots in front yeah. of him? Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Uh, it's again, it's like they should just said, yeah, from the start, this is a hardcore match. So Nash uh, blocks an elbow drop from uh, the classic Foley elbow drop from the apron to the floor and he uses a chair to block it. Yeah. Then McFoley, I don't want to say he's sending his elbow because you thought that's where they made contact, but somehow oh, his head's bleeding. Yeah. yeah. And it was, to me, that was way too much blood. Yeah. Uh, Nash also bleeds because Foley uh, slams his head against the steel steps or the corner yeah. of the steel steps. Whoever, uh, whoever you want to say wherever position he hit him. Yeah. Uh, hit the steps, then Nash is bleeding as well. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay, they shortcut everything and they're using gimmicks and stuff like that. Yeah. But fair enough, you know, uh, fair enough to them. They, they worked in around the way where it wasn't, it didn't stick out necessarily in a bad way. Yeah. So it's just more to cover their deficiencies. Yeah. yeah. Um, weird shenanigans come up, come up yes. as well. Yeah. Tracy runs out to help Nash. Yeah. And then she gets knocked off the apron and then next thing you know, Nash is pinning Foley. Oh, no, no. no, no. Let's backtrack a little bit because you've got the bit where... Because you have to pull out the baseball bat, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Nash, Nash is getting kneed in the corner. Uh, Foley goes to do a running. I think um, Nash pulls the referee in the way. Yeah. Then Foley goes outside to get a barbed wire baseball bat. <clears throat> then Tracy comes out, right? Yeah. So then so... Nash big boots Foley, who stumbles towards her, but he didn't have enough force behind. No, did he hit him? Or was it? I don't think it was a big boot because he, uh, he didn't have he didn't have enough. Didn't cover the distance to hit Tracy. So then he took another boot. So then he could hit Tracy. Then the way they collided, right, was so uh, I would say Mick's collision with Tracy was weak, but she yeah. jumped off the apron as though. She got, like, hit by a car or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And then just out of shot, because it's focusing on Tracy falling. Yeah. Nash hits Foley with something that we do not know of. Nope. But we assume it's a big boot. Yeah. And then he pins Mick Foley. It made no sense. Yeah. And, yeah. I was like, what? That's bad camera work. Because then we show a replay of what nope. happened there. Because I was waiting for a replay, nothing yeah. came. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, I guess. Yeah, and then uh, I do believe he was going to use the uh, barbed wire baseball bat on Mick Foley, and uh, Abyss came out to to stop the shenanigans from happening. Yeah. And that uh, was the end. I mean, look, here's the thing. It's inoffensive. No, it's it's all right. Yeah. Kind of entertaining, but then it kind of can fall invisible as well. Yeah. Um. I want to slot in the middle somewhere. <laughs> but it's not bad. It's just not... It's not bad. It's not good. It's just yeah. It's just there. Yeah. 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 So, I don't think, though, if you watched it, then you'd think bad of it. It just... 
you kind of have to take into account who's in it and the age they're at and the injuries they had. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, overall, <laughs> what would you say about Kevin Nash's um, tile matches, uh, tile wins? Um, they're not offensive. Well, mo- no, that's a lie. Most of them are offensive. <laughs> and shouldn't have happened. Um, he, like you're saying, he's a as a on a mic and stuff. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he's a natural talk or whatever. But wrestling wise, mm, yeah, I mean yeah. when he's bothered, yeah, when he's bothered, when he's motivated, yeah, he's 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 good. And sometimes it's also as well because when he's, when he seems most motivated is when he knows he's going to win. Yeah, but he makes himself look bad at the expense of the other guy. Yeah. Um, but then that doesn't make him look good when he wins. No. With whatever, however he's going to win, you know? Yeah. Because like I said, none of his titles wings were like... You like you would cheer it like, yeah, that's amazing. He won. He finally did it. It was just like yeah. shenanigan yeah. or dodgy... I wouldn't even take into account that he's heel most of the time in these reigns, uh, yeah. these title matches. It's just more of... It's no, the match doesn't build. Nope. Particularly. Yeah. And usually... Look how quick they go by. Yeah. You know, the longest match was DT match, which was uh, 18 minutes. Yeah. But it just didn't feel special. No. So what, I mean, they had time to do stuff, but it just, it just, yeah. Yeah. Just was there. Just, yeah. yeah, literally just there. So, yeah, um, I would give his career, at, well, his single career, a meh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, specifically for the titles that we matches that we've seen, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, maybe his 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 other matches that we haven't seen, maybe his title losses are even better. They're pretty the better. Business. They're pretty old. Or, um, or defenses. Yeah, well, who, who, who knows? But when you can win the title by just giving it to yourself, you know? Yeah, mm. leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth. Oh yeah, when you win the title, though, here's the thing: literally, you won the title in eight seconds, so the match was unreadable, right? Yeah. He won a match because Tom tasered another guy. Right? Yeah. He won a match because the match had to be restarted because of interference because of another guy, right? Yeah. He literally awards himself a title for another one. Yeah. Uh, a swerve for the sake of a swerve again for another one. Yeah. Right? Chair shots and guitar shots and whatever. It's just like, this man, can't he, can he not just win a match Properly, yeah, but yeah. it seems except like that he, he did with uh, AJ Styles. Yeah, 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 that's only one exactly out <laughs> of all of them. That's only one. Yeah, the one he shouldn't have won. He yeah. did win. Yeah. yeah he's a he's, like... he's a tricky one, uh, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Um, are you looking forward to seeing his tag team title uh, matches? Yeah, hopefully, because Shawn Michaels in some of them. So you know, well, one of them. Uh, I do as well. Uh, Razor Ramon Scott Hall is his tag team partner in some of the others. So yeah. we shall see if they are any better. I'm pretty sure they're going to be full of shenanigans as well. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. I mean, I have not seen much of them. Uh, let's see. Let's have a quick look at all his tag partners. I, I can uh, guarantee you most of the ones with the outsiders are probably shenanigans. 
Yeah, Scott Hall, Sting, and DDP are his tag, uh, tag partners. If I remember correctly, the DDP one, they win the titles cleanly, if I remember correctly. Uh, which one? Because they did two reigns. One of them, because I remember I watched it recently. So. Okay. All right, we'll have to see um, the quality of those. Oh, and the TNA tag team title run as well. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so that's 11 Kevin Nash matches all jeans. Great. Bloody hell. Yeah. I got myself into. <laughs> but we, we didn't, we didn't, yeah. yeah. Well, got, yeah, okay. Look, we started it. We started as we mean to go on. Yeah, me to finish, you know. This epic, not trilogy, sequels, whatever it is. Yeah. However you want to put it. Um, yeah. That we probably didn't realise when we were getting a shot. Yeah, no. It seems well, like here's the thing, right? If he had good matches, I mean, if these matches weren't shenanigan filled, then whatever, right? Yeah. You look, you'd look. you look forward to the next set of matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we know they're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh. and how... I don't know. I don't want to say it's just a bit weird to see that how they booked him. Yeah. Considering he's the big man. Yeah. And how he got the push, but then he can't he can't win. No. He's big for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Strange. you know like with, like I said before, like with Kane. Yeah. Kane you knew that he was like a hurdle you need to get over. Even like even Sid, like you know, there was no weird shenanigans with Sid. He was just a psycho guy. Yeah. But yeah. Nash, what is he? Yeah. Where does he's he a big fit man in? Who can't win against other, you know. Yeah. What? It just doesn't make a uh, a lot of sense. No. Um, but we shall see. Maybe because there's going to be like you know four men in a tag team match, and sometimes five, depending on how. You want to say the free word uh, rule works with uh, the, when it's is the TNA World Tag Team Title win. Anyways, yeah. more people maybe they cover up the or the deficiencies better, or depending on the people that he's with in the ring, maybe they can choreograph the thing a bit better. Yeah. Or maybe we don't have to worry about stuff that has got nothing to do with actual wrestling quality. Yeah. Because these are more cleaner matches. We'll have yeah. to see. We we'll have to see. <laughs> we don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry if we so, offended any Kevin Nash fans out there. I'm very yeah. sorry. Oh well, no, 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 we saw a selection of matches out of context because that's what we were looking for, right? That's true. That is true. Um, and we don't know the quality of the matches we're going in when we're seeing, anyways. Yeah. So we're 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 not, we're not going to pick on the guy. We're just no. saying this is our opinions of the matches that we're seeing. So yeah. if you're a Kevin Nash fan, and I don't want to say oh, we offended you because no. we didn't mean to. No. It's just more like, look, the quality of the matches here aren't particularly great. Yes. However, he might have better matches scattered through his career that we just didn't have to, you know, yeah, to highlight. Yeah. yeah because... And if that's true, let us know and I will well, try look, we, we picked a fourth theme, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe we, yeah, maybe we should look at some other... I don't want to say, look, maybe there's our other matches that I, uh, he has better. Yeah. Some outlier matches, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's not what we're going for here. We're going for a specific theme of stuff that's um, that we're going to rate. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. I am the man who repeatedly told the Undertaker, "I ain't afraid of dark. I ain't afraid of dark." See why, Chong? And I am the man that 
helped kill WCW, Kyle Charles. <laughs> With my ego. Alright guys, uh, thanks for taking a trip around in Multiverse with us. And uh, remember, share this podcast with your friends. Oh, of course. On social media. I see what you're going to say. Remember, Nash is trash. Oh no, Nash is not Vin Diesel. Remember that. No, no, but there was a sign in WCW. Someone put, put a, uh, <laughs> a sign in and it said Nash is trash. That's why I was like pointing out. I wasn't just saying Nash is trash, but it, you know. Yeah, just he's, he's not. He's not. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yes, so thank you, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Great.